Life's better with some good company. You're listening to the Good Co. Podcast with Brett and Emma. Discuss the hot topics, the hard ones, and everything in between. Here's the Good Co. Podcast with your hosts, Brett and Emma. Hey, Emma. Hey, Brett. Are you feeling strong today? I'm feeling so strong. Like, your shoulders are looking real broad today. Yeah, I'm You buff. think you could carry the team? <laughs> Yeah, I think I might have to. (laughs) Brett just got back from a week-long trip doing some fundraising for another station. So it was a long work trip. And I think think he's feeling a little tired. Brett, how you doing? I'm I'm doing all right. On the day that we record this, I woke up this morning (laughs) to get a flight. Well, actually, I had to catch an Uber at 3.30 this morning. And so I'm like really exhausted. I finally got my first coffee in me right now. But It was actually a really fun trip, though. I uh, got to help out another radio station, kind of doing what our station does, too. Because we're we're a nonprofit radio station, we have to raise funds through people just like you to keep us on the air. And so I was helping this radio station out with it. And a lot of really awesome things that I'm going to share with you later on in the podcast. But I am extremely exhausted. (laughs) I've been talking a lot this week. So if my voice sounds really weird, I'm sorry. So you mentioned that you had to take an Uber. You know what the mm-hmm. worst thing about Ubers is? The awkward small talk. Dude, Did you I'm have- so good at that. I hate <laughs> I don't even I don't even mind it. You would be. Did you have anything that 3 30 you- in the morning. Cynthia picks me up. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia picks me up. Cynthia. She is such a nice lady. And we just got talking about radio, about being a Christian. Literally, I don't know how we get on these conversation, but it I love that small talk. I don't know what you're talking about. I cannot relate. Tell me what you're trying to get out. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm good at small talk. Like I think other people would say I am, but in my head the whole time I'm like, why did you say that? That came across so weird. I love that this is your worry about an Uber, and in the back of my <laughs> head I'm just worried about getting murdered the whole time. <laughs> Seriously, that is, that's my worry. I'm so, not even worried about the small talk. It's about getting murdered. No, the small talk is worse to me than that. Mm. Okay, well on that same lines, yeah. gas prices are increasing. <laughs> oh, dude, I've been talking about this all week. <laughs> Me too. I actually talked about this on air this week, but I came up with this really, really good idea for how to save so much money on gas. And I don't know why no one's thought of it. Like I haven't really heard anyone say this. It's trademarked to me. Maybe I should sell it. I think I think it's perfect. This better be it's, so good. Oh my gosh. It's the best idea I've probably ever had. Are you ready? Uh, ready or not. <laughs> to save money on gas, just take your neighbor's car. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Is that why there was a little less gas in my car when I got back? Yeah, when I actually took your car while you were gone. Sorry. If you're enjoying all the good company right now, would you consider rating the podcast and leaving a review? And just maybe your comment or question could end up on the next podcast. So this week on the podcast might be a little bit different. We might not have like a full-blown topic, but that's actually because Emma and I haven't seen each other all week. We haven't talked at all this week. I literally flew in this morning and walked in an hour before we sat down to record this podcast. So there's not really a full-blown topic, but you can still reach out to us and submit your topic ideas too. And we would love to cover those topics. This week, we're actually just going to talk about what God's doing in our life because I had a pretty crazy experience. And I'm also just curious about what God's doing in Emma's life too. So that's kind of what the podcast is going to be like today. Yeah, so it will be a little bit stripped down, but we honestly wanted just to invite you in on our our normal daily conversations. (laughs) That's what this whole podcast is about. So instead of us debriefing and doing all of this without you, we thought, let's bring them in. Let's debrief and kind of exactly what you're saying. Just talk about what God is doing and how our weeks have been. What's what's going on? So, Brett, 
you had a you had a cool God experience. That's kind of <laughs> what sparked all this. So I guess tell us what's going on. Yeah. So I was down in uh, the great state of Georgia, God's country, Georgia. <laughs> Seriously, there is some truth to that. But I was down in Georgia helping a station out with uh, their fundraiser. And I had a pretty crazy experience. There was a lot of stuff going on that week. But one of the guys that I had been doing the work with, uh, he's their afternoon host there. And he's also a pastor. And to make a really long story short, uh, we got talking about marriage stuff. He asked me on Wednesday about honeymoon and like where me and my fiance were going to go on a honeymoon to. Oh, yeah. And so I just thought nothing of it. I answered him. I told him where we were planning on going. And then that was it. And then the next day comes around, um, final day of the fundraiser. Okay. We get to the end of the day. We're saying goodbye to him because then I have to head down to Atlanta to check into my hotel so I can catch an airplane in the morning. But right before we leave at six o'clock, he comes out running to me and he said, dude, I just feel like the Lord is leading me to just give you this. And he gave me a pretty substantial amount of money and just said, the Lord wants you to go on your honeymoon. And I was like... <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, literally two weeks prior to this, I sat down with my fiance. We were trying to dream through what we wanted to do for our honeymoon. And we we didn't have an idea because money was the issue. Mm. I just am like sharing this with you so that I can tell you what the Lord is really doing. And this is all really raw for me, too. And weddings are expensive. Like you just oh, got yeah. a lot you're trying to pay for and all that right now. And so with that, he, he hands me the substantial amount of money and then he prays with me. And I just was so overwhelmed by the love of God. This was the that one moment that I had never felt more loved by the Father. Wow. Like the Father was so evident in this transaction that was happening between me and another one of his children. Mm. And I'm still mind boggled. I still don't know exactly how to process through it all. I'm very appreciative. Very yeah. appreciative. I, I shared it with my fiance. She started getting <laughs> kind of teary-eyed too. And I, I guess really what I want to share with you that I feel like the Lord's telling me right now is that he will provide. I've been fundraising all week. I went down there to fundraise and we raised quite a bit of money for this radio station, but I didn't realize that the Lord was going to bless me. So the Lord will provide for you. I, I don't know exactly what the Lord is fully teaching me through this. I will probably share with you later on when I, when I know, but the Lord will provide for you. And if you're in line with him, if you trust him, he's going to provide for you. Yeah, it seems like you're probably still processing yeah. it. That is such a big thing. Like that's not that's not a small thing for someone to, I don't know, give you a big chunk of money and just say like, hey, God wanted you to have this. Like what? That's crazy. <laughs> and I've never experienced, I've heard stories about it and I've heard stories all the time about how like the Lord will will provide for you if you're really in, in step with him. And if you're seeking his will, he'll provide for you. And I've always heard stories about that for other people. Yeah. But then when it finally happens to you, you're like, oh my word, like it can happen yeah. to you. It can happen to it's you. It's like the, the faith piece of, yeah, I have faith. I know God can do this. I know he does do it. I just don't think he's going to do it for me. And then when he does, it's like, whoa, yeah. he can also do it for me. Like this isn't just for everyone else. It's for me too. Yeah, that's it's really good. That's really cool. And I love, honestly, part of the story that I love the most is the contrast of you went down there to fundraise, yeah. not, obviously not knowing that you were going to be blessed yourself with money. I don't know. I just think that's cool. Like you went down there to raise money for them and they end up giving you money because God yeah. asked them to. And it's just funny that the Lord works in those like little ironic ways, you know? Yeah. So what about you this week? Catch me up on what Emma is going on. <laughs> What's going on in Emma world? 
Yeah, I um, I've been really something that the Lord has been teaching me a lot this week is, and honestly, it's kind of ongoing. It's been more than just this week, but it's it's more this week than it has been. Is the idea of relationship and community, and that when He asks me to do something, He doesn't ask me to like isolate or like just do it by myself, but that He really asks me to bring other people into it too. And something that has been a factor in that is realizing that the only reason I have seen the Lord move in the crazy ways I have is because other people brought me into what he was doing. Mm. Almost same thing you're saying. Like if that guy had just decided like, oh, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to include someone else in this or I don't know, like it was impactful for you because it was from another person. And I think God really created us in community and he uses people and he uses um, us to strengthen each other, like as iron sharpens yeah. iron. And it's good. Um, yeah, I really, I, you probably know this, I don't know, but I, I love ministry and I love all different mm-hmm. kinds of ministry. And so I do a lot of different like street ministry or like jail I mean, ministry, you're always doing something. literally always something, always something new. Um, and it doesn't matter what it is. I want to do it. And I often do those by myself because it feels a lot easier and I feel unequipped and mm. unable to bring other people into that. Like I, I hardly know what I'm doing. Cause sometimes it, it takes training. Yeah. Like, and boldness is yes. a big thing. hundred percent. You can't really teach that. Yes. And so it's bringing so, someone in is oftentimes hard to do that kind of thing. Right. And I it's it. scary because what if I mess up? Now there's another person who's like witnessing it and they're going to be like, you said the wrong thing. And I'm going to say, well, that's embarrassing. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, Yeah. And what you're talking about with training and just like, I don't feel equipped to train anyone. Like I do homeless ministry. I do street ministry. I do like all this stuff and I know kind of how to do it, but I don't even feel like I know what I'm doing. I just feel like God is leading me. Um, So it's been a little bit of a struggle to want to bring people into that and bring people along for the ride. But the Lord has really been convicting me because people have started asking if they can be part of what I'm doing. And initially when people were asking my response was, mm, no, I can do it myself. I don't need you. Yeah, sure. But the Lord's been really convicting me on that saying like, first of all, when Jesus sent out the disciples, he sent them out two by two to do ministry. Ooh. So he sent them Ooh. out with someone else. So like, who am I that I think I can do it by myself? Um, and then also just reminding me that the training piece that I feel like I can't do, I don't need to do. He can do it. Like, He's training me, so why can't he train someone else just by my obedience? Hmm. So I've started stepping into that, and I actually asked someone, it was like two weeks ago, to come do a ministry thing with me. We handed out flowers at a Kroger and just prayed over people as we handed out flowers. It was on Valentine's Day, so it was like a couple weeks ago. But I just saw this person uh, three or four days ago, and they told me this like crazy story about how that day literally changed their whole life. That was their words. That day changed my whole life. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, well, it started in the morning and God just really met me in my room. And I started weeping and repenting and realizing that I wanted to walk in more of Mm. who God is. I wanted to know God more. And I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And then literally that day I found out that evening you were going out and I'd never done anything like that before, but I came and did it. Yeah. Wow. I know. And that changed everything for me. They're like, I want to do so much more of that stuff. Anytime you go out, please ask me. I want to go. And that was such confirmation for me because I didn't want to ask them to come out with me. I did it because I felt like that's what God's been showing me and asking me to do. And because that's the only reason I've ever 
known how to street evangelize or anything like that because someone else brought me in. And so I just tried to bring some people in and I was like, okay, God, I see what you're doing and I see why this matters. Thanks for showing me. Sorry for being a little slow at getting the message. But that's kind of just what he's been putting on my heart is bring people in. It's okay if that makes you vulnerable. It's okay if that makes people know when you mess up or know who you really are, mm-hmm. where your faults really are. That's okay. It's good. Even Paul needed Silas. Yeah, that's so true. And then later on, he brought Timothy in. Yeah. And he was his spiritual son. And so like, I mean, I don't, this isn't to convict you or anything, but that's just <laughs> that's what, okay. you're, what, you're, ta- on what me. you're talking about is reminding me of just that, that biblical concept that even Paul needed Silas, you know? Yeah, I think it is so biblical. God really calls us into community. There's like, even Jesus was with the disciples most of the time, Mm. even when he wanted to retreat and crowds came, like he met with them and he performed miracles for them, even when he was exhausted and all of that. And I think I'm going to really appreciate the accountability too. That day when I did end up handing out flowers at Kroger, I pulled into the parking lot and I honestly wanted nothing more than to go straight home. Because I had had a really long day. I didn't want to go, but people were waiting for me. So I went and it ended up being an awesome day of praying over people and just getting to like contend with them to God. And lots of people didn't even know who God was or what we were doing there. And that was really cool too. And that's something that would have been totally missed if I hadn't invited Mm -hmm. other people to come with me. Something that I was thinking about in my devotions, I, it must have been last week, but what you're saying is just really getting my mind thinking about it, is the, it's kind of along the idea of community, but looking at the, the life of Jesus, um, he had his 12 disciples, those were his, his closest group, mm-hmm. but even in his 12 disciples, he had a smaller group, Yeah. and then there's, there's, there's times in the Bible where Jesus retreats with just that smaller group, Yes. there's times where Jesus even gets away f- from them to get to his secret place and to be with alone with mm. the father. And so like, that's just been for someone like myself, who's like so desiring to be in big groups all the time. Mm. It's really been reminding me that even in the midst of that, I need to have my tighter group of people that I know I can count on too. Yeah. Like those immediate people that I can call on anytime. And then I also need to have times where I get alone with God. Yeah. And I need that a lot more than I think I do. The Good Coat Podcast is better when you're part of it. You can reach out to the show, ask questions, and share feedback by leaving a message on our page at myhopefm.net. It's time, or rather, not time, <laughs> for your favorite part of the podcast, the mailbag. Yeah, well, this week on the mailbag, we had a couple come in, but we're actually going to save those for next week because we want you to really send us a couple in. We're going to double next week. Yeah, we really just want to hear more from you. So mm-hmm. write in, even if all you did was listen, just literally write us in, say, hey, I listened. That's it. And we would love to pray for you. I feel like you guys aren't taking that seriously. We're not getting that many prayer requests. We actually sit down and pray over all the requests that come in. And we love praying. So Mm -hmm. please send them in. Also, another thing is, would you just share us with a friend? Would Mm. you, would you just like, if you like us at least, would you just share this podcast with a friend that maybe you think would benefit from it? We just want this to get into the hands that it really needs to get into. So if you think that it would be a beneficial podcast for someone else, would you just, would you suggest it to them? That'd be awesome for us. Thanks for clicking play on the Good Co. Podcast. To hear another episode or to get a hold of the show, visit myhopefm.net and click podcast. Okay.